Thank you for joining us on this podcast. You will be listening in on a conversation between Brandon Poe and Ron Hewitt about Ron's amazing experience with his mastermind group of accountants that have been meeting for over 20 years. This group started because a few small accounting practitioners in Canada wanted to share their ideas and success to help them run better practices. Ron is chairman of this group, which is called SOMA Consulting Group. He's been generous enough to share his experience by coordinating and participating in a highly successful mastermind group. Brandon Poe is the founder of Poe Group Advisors, a leading-edge practice brokerage firm. He's the author of Accountant's Flight Plan, Best Practices for Today's Firms, and On Your Own, How to Start Your Own CPA Firm. To learn more about Brandon Poe and to see his blog, please visit www.poegroupadvisors.com. So I'm talking today with Ron Hewitt, who has started a or leads and participates in a sort of a mastermind group where he meets with several other accountants throughout different parts of Canada. Uh, Ron's been in the tax industry since 1988, where he started with a large national firm for about four and a half years. Uh, then he started his own practice, which has been in operation for 22 years. Uh, his practice focuses on bookkeeping and tax work for small corporations as well as the personal returns for shareholders. Uh, Ron, welcome today. I appreciate you um, joining me on this podcast. Um, well, thank you, Brandon. Yeah, so let's just get started by could you tell me a little bit about the group that you're participating and helping to lead and just tell me a little bit about the group and how it got started? The group, uh, we're all uh, a, a bunch of um, owners of our own in, independent accounting and tax offices across Canada. Um, we started back in 1993. Uh, as, as you mentioned, I split off on my own to start my own tax business in 92. And um, around that time, the company that we were working for, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of disgruntled people uh, Canada-wide within the, within the company. And around the same time as I split off, to start my own company, there were several others across Canada that also split off. So we um, off we went. There was nothing planned the first year, but after one year in business for myself, I, I realized that there was a lot of uh, skills required over and above being an accountant. Um, because now all of a sudden we're all we're all uh, small business owners. We uh, we're entrepreneurs, and there's uh, an enormous amount that comes along with that. Which, um, which kind of it wasn't really well thought through initially. So after one year, I decided, well, I've got these, all these ex-colleagues from across Canada that um, we're all friends. We all, uh, we all knew each other at the old company. And let's just link up on the outside and uh, start up our own uh, think tank. And so we I propositioned some of the other ones uh, across uh, Western Canada at that time. And, we, uh, and so the summer of 93, we had our first meeting together and... Uh, we were all uh, finding the same struggles uh, starting a business, so we um, we just decided we were going to sit down in a room for well, what at that time was two full days and talk about every inch of how you run a tax business. And it, uh, uh, it was great. Yeah, it's it's a great idea, and it just sounded like it kind of came from a need that you had and that others had, and 21 years later it's still providing value for everyone, it sounds like. Oh, definitely. The, um, our first meeting was uh, eight people, 
since then, the group has grown to 22. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, once a person comes to one of the meetings, that's it. They're hooked, and they, uh, they love them, and they come back every year. Yeah. And just for some background information for people listening, um, I spoke with your group. I guess it's been going on two years now. You guys all came to Hilton Head, South Carolina, and met. And uh, I could tell that there was an interesting closeness with your group. Um, I didn't know all the background at the time, but everyone seemed very – comfortable with one another you guys seem to have a lot of fun in the group and i thought it was um some of the things that you were talking about were incredibly productive and um good for everyone to to get in and kind of think about the big picture how you operate your firms um really is unique what you're doing is um I, i don't know of any other i don't know of too many groups that don't have like a like aren't paying to be part of a mastermind group. There's a lot of groups out there that are organized by people who, you know, determine the agenda and put them on. I think they're becoming more and more popular because people get the benefits that that you've been experiencing. Um, oh yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's like a lot of things. It's uh, it seems like a brilliant idea, but it just seems so simple and natural when we started it. We uh, we needed to just you know stabilize our businesses. They were not. They were not stable when we started this whole thing. They, they needed yeah. a lot of push, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, ironically, we, ironically, when we first went outside of Canada for the meetings, the first one was in Palm Springs, and ironically, we did that as a cost-cutting measure. <laughs> so we, and the, the boys, the boys liked the idea of like warm places with lots of golf courses, and so we we kept it up. But the year before the first Palm Springs, we had it in Calgary. That was right during the oil boom. And uh, prices were insane. They were wanting, you know, three fifty, four hundred dollars a night for hotels, and it was just out of control. So we thought, look, we we can do this cheaper in Palm Springs. So we did, and then we thought, well, Palm Springs is good. We're we're next, and so then it expands to uh, Phoenix and uh, and to Hilton Head, and now the boys just they just wherever they want to go, they go, and it's just a group decision. <laughs> so that's great. I mean, it's it's yeah. Why not go and. Go somewhere fun. If you're going to go off and meet and do something, be somewhere, make a little vacation out of it. But the guys are disciplined as far as why we're meeting in the first place. I know like make, every year when we're deciding on, on a date and location, uh, that's the last item of business every year at the convention is next year's date and location. And Vegas is thrown on the table many times. And the guys, like, the guys know what they're going for these meetings for because it's always voted down. Because they say, no, no, we can't go to Vegas. There's just too many, just too many distractions. We want to, <laughs> we want to relax, but we don't want to go. You know, we just, we, we so want to focus on why we're there too. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, a bunch of guys, you know. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, yeah, you, you can tell. You guys, you guys are close, and it, it's it's just got a different. Um, you know, a lot of the groups I've gone to, it's just got a whole different feel to it. It's just a whole different energy to it, and um, I think that speaks well to how you formed it and how you've nurtured it along the years. Well, we're all we're all happy for each other because we all started out financially struggling, you know, like, uh, and I mean struggling, and uh, so now we're the same guys, the same friends. Who now, like, uh, a third of the people in the room are millionaires, and you know, it's just it's just like a big game to us now, and we're 
we're just happy to have been friends right from square one right through the whole process. So. Oh, that's, that's great. That's part, part of why we enjoy each other's company so much is we were always there for each other when we really needed the help the most. And stuff. Now, you have an interesting format um, in your meetings. Uh, when I saw you in Hilton Head, you, you had kind of a brief daily meeting schedule, and then you put in a lot of time, made a lot of time for having some fun um, so people can go off and enjoy the places that you're um, visiting. And you also go to faraway places. Like like I mentioned, you went to Hilton Head, and uh, this year um, – I think you guys are you said you were going to Mexico when I talked to you last. Um, so what do you think in terms of the format, how, what effect do you think that has on the meetings, having kind of uh, a casual but fun format? Well, we, um, it's evolved a bit over time. We, Like I mentioned initially, it was two, two full solid days of meetings, and then we go home. And one thing we were shortchanging ourselves of was the, uh, the uh, off-schedule uh, informal time together and um, we're all uh, we've all been friends for many many years and uh, what we find is a, so we've evolved it instead of two full days to three full afternoons uh, five hours each afternoon so it allows uh, some golfing time in the morning it allows some social time in the evening there's more of that off time and uh, and really that off time is uh, it, it's, it's good from a social aspect but it's actually good from a business aspect as well that Things come up, and you don't um, you want you want some time to just just talk more casually, and uh, people want to discuss things you know away from the group, and uh, they have more opportunity to do that as well. So, you would you say you get almost as much value being away from the meeting room that that you do that when you're in the room? Well, um, well, almost. It's uh, you, you, there's a big value in it. There is uh, there are people. After the day of meetings and into the evening, they, they think of something that they, they hadn't thought about during the day, so it allows them more opportunity to come up with more stuff spontaneously. Yeah. And uh, you said you have really only one rule for meetings. Could you explain that rule and, and why that rule is so important? Well, there, there's just one simple rule, that if you're going to attend these meetings, everyone in that room has to be... 100% open and candid about everything that they do or else don't come. We, uh, because the whole philosophy is just a maximum exchange of knowledge and experiences. And the more everyone puts into the meetings, the more everyone gets out of them. We, we, uh, we're not interested in people who just want to take away knowledge and experience from the meetings. Everyone, everyone gets a collective benefit, and that's how it happens. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. I think... Um you know, people being candid is extremely important in these types of, of uh, meetings, for sure. Why do you think it's so helpful for everyone? I mean, it's such a simple idea. You guys meet once a year, and yet I don't think too many accountants participate in, in groups like this. Um, of course, your situation was a little special in that everyone worked together and you knew each other before kind of grouping. But... Um, what do you think it helps? How does this really help? What do you think um, are the main areas that people get help with in, in joining this meeting? Well, it's, uh, there's, there's two main, main benefits. One is your tax knowledge. The other is your knowledge of running a business. And uh, that's, 
that's it where everyone's everyone has uh goes through the same the same challenges the same uh problems you know and uh and they can sit down with a group of other people who are all experiencing the same thing and and one of the advantages is we did not all start at the same time you know we've got some more experienced people and uh, all along the way like i mentioned this went from a, a group of eight to a group of 22 well those tw- those other those other people joined up all along the way and uh so we were able to help them at the at the infancy stage of their business, which so we we could uh, help avert them from making some of the same mistakes the older guys did. No, oh, I bet and that gives course, everybody. Uh, sorry, I bet that gives everyone a lot of energy just helping the younger people kind of coming up. It helps you energize you oh, to yeah. go back work on your business too. Yeah, you come out of these meetings energized for sure. Um, like uh, one one common mistake that several of us made off the start was we were undercharging for our services, and so mm-hmm. we go to these meetings and we everyone tells what they charge for what every service they do, and then um, you realize that there's other people out there that um, that just have more confidence and they were charging more, and you come home pumped and you uh, and you adjust that, you fix that, and uh, and it really fast tracks the success of your business. Yeah, it's almost a it's it's kind of like um, any type of group meetings, like Weight Watchers. Um, there's an extra incentive to to go back to the meetings and report your successes, and that that accountability I think could be a big part of what really helps people. Um, it certainly is for Weight Watchers. My wife used to be a Weight Watchers leader, and um, just just having that regular meeting um, definitely keeps you accountable. Would you agree with with that? Oh, yeah. I'm surprised how many people keep track of the numbers from year to year. First thing we do on the first day of the meetings is lay out um, your your performance as far as your your billings, your your customer base. And people are pulling notes out from the year before to compare how you are this year compared to the year before. And definitely um, it's a measurement of, of your performance. And also you have people that are a similar style business and you to measure your performance compared to theirs and yeah there's definitely a competitive aspect as well and yeah it's just it's just for it's just for fun we don't uh, we don't sweat it too hard but well that's interesting you actually share each other's numbers i didn't i didn't know that that's uh well i guess that goes back to being candid and open everything everything all all information all internal numbers are all shared um how do you decide on your agenda each year that's a group a group input. Um, I, I, I spearhead that, and uh, I just canvas with all of the all of the offices to for topics for discussion that each office wants wants brought to the table. And so everyone uh, everyone has full participation as far as the, the building of the agenda and um, if any any topics that matter to one office they're they're right there in front of the whole group to discuss. How would you encourage people to start a similar group and what would you do if you're going to start this from scratch all over again? Uh, how would you get it started? What would be the first things you would do? Well, we were at an advantage, like you mentioned, that that we all knew each other beforehand, um, and ours ours came out of necessity, out of just the, the struggle of of us, us getting established and uh, getting and succeeding. But uh, looking back, as far as our group, I, I can't see anything that we would have done differently along the way with our group. But um, to try to start a group. Um, of people that um, 
that uh, are not familiar with each other. I, I, I say it's 100% doable. Um, the, um, it takes one person to spearhead it and one person to, to proposition that the office is to, about the concept and to come. And, uh, and I would say start small just to get the core, the, the, the core group of people there um, that they're going to buy into the idea and just be very clear that these are just simple, candid, open discussions. And uh, start start smaller, and, um, and once you've got that core success rolling, then you can you you've got something to present to other offices as well. It only takes one yeah. year to get the core the core momentum rolling. And just to be clear, none of you guys compete in the same marketplace, so that sort of encourages the sharing and the openness, is because you you aren't in direct competition with each other. Is that correct? Well, it's. It started out that way, but it's grown to now, um, uh, let's see, three of our offices have multiple owners in, in the same city. Mm. Uh, one city has four owners in one city, and nobody is still open, wide open, candid. Another has three. The other one has um, two, and they don't care. They just come and they share all their knowledge, and um, they don't think of themselves as competition at all. Well, that's that's interesting, and... I guess if you're in a big enough market, it wouldn't matter anyway if everyone's benefiting. Well, well, um, exactly. Like uh, it's a big enough market; everyone's got their their customer base, and they're 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 comfortable within their within their business, and they they just don't think of it as a as a threat at all. Okay. And where are you guys going this year? You're you're uh, you're meeting in in October, I believe, and um, we're off to Cozumel you? this year. Uh, that's great. I just think it's great. I think the whole uh, way you've put this together and you go to fun places and um, I, I know you have a good time together. I've seen your group together. It's it's fantastic. And um, I'm hoping some people listening to this will um, decide to spearhead their own group. And um, I really appreciate you uh, participating on this podcast. Is there anything else you'd like to add that might be helpful for people listening? Um. Well, it's um, like I said, just it's just a matter of just that first year. Even if it's a small group, get it going. You'll you'll find success the first year, and as uh, as the meetings get rolling and, it, and the organization grows, there's this perception that accountants are secretive about their knowledge and information. It's kind of the opposite. Once they get once we get at the meetings and we're discussing a topic, then it's, it's almost like a competition to see who can add more and who you know who knows more about the topic, who can contribute more. Yeah, against each other, and, and, and the the, uh, the discussion just flows on its own. It's amazing. And what, once uh, you get someone to these meetings once, they're hooked. We've uh, we've always encouraged uh, everyone to bring their spouses as well, because this adjustment from um, employment to uh, business owner is an is a is an adjustment for the family as well. And so the spouses come and they can talk with other spouses who also had to make the adjustments within their household and. Uh, and they, everyone becomes friends, the whole group, the spouses, and uh, we all enjoy each other's company. We very much look forward to uh, to meeting the following year. Well, that's great. No, that's a great point about the spouses. It's definitely an adjustment being self-employed. It's, uh, you know, it's often on your mind. Your business is often on your mind where that's not always the case when you're working for someone else. Um, so it definitely impacts the whole family. That's great. Um, well, Ron, thank you again for participating on the podcast. 
And um, oh, you're very welcome. It's my pleasure. I hope you have a very successful meeting in October in Cozumel. Oh, we will. It's a nice warm, nice warm spot. I'm sure we'll have a great set of meetings and a great time. We'd like to thank you for listening in on this podcast. To learn more about Soma Consulting Group, Ron can be reached via email at soma at nucleus.com. To learn more about the resources that Poe Group Advisors offers to help build a better practice, please visit the resources page on their website at www.pogroupadvisors.com or email at info at pogroupadvisors.com.